0: Did you hear Fed Chair's Powell's speech on Friday? Well, I don't know about you, but it sounded like a major speech of major desperation. Let's talk about that. Coming up. I'm Lynette Zhang, Chief Market Analyst here at ITM Trading, a full-service physical gold dealer. Well, gold and silver, specializing in custom strategies. And you need to have a strategy right now because the central bank is losing control. Is this on purpose? So is it a planned event or a not planned event? Does it really matter? But let's talk about that Friday speech because it was definitely short Sweet to the point. It was brief and impact a punch climbing interest rates, slower growth and a softening of the labor market will bring some pain to households or, and businesses. Now let's just kind of dissect those three little pieces, climbing interest rates. So these corporations that have borrowed and borrowed and borrowed at zero interest rate when they were supposed to be reduced, uh, retiring their higher interest rate debt? Well, because interest rates were held near zero for so long, that mountain of debt, instead of retiring it, it only grew bigger and bigger and bigger. And now with the central bank raising interest rates and all that debt having to be rolled over, what's going to be really interesting to see is how long the banks will continue to support the zombie companies. Those are companies that have not even earned enough to pay all of the interest, let alone any of the principal that they owed. But the banks didn't want you to know because by taking losses, on those loans. So they just kept loaning them money just kind of like what the government does, right? Government can't pay the bills that they already have. So they just keep borrowing more and rolling over the debt as it comes due so that they never really have to pay it except now they do. The debt bubble has popped. So that's what the climbing interest rates, slower growth because the corporations can no longer borrow at you know, zero or near zero. And so they just, they don't have the capacity to expand with that cheap money and softening of the labor market, which is a really nice way to say unemployment is going up because the workers have had the ability to command more money into this inflationary environment And that really threatens the stable pricing, which we're gonna talk more about. And let's see, it's gonna bring some pain to households and businesses. My bet is it's gonna bring most of the pain to households. That's why it is so incredibly important to be prepared, but let's go on with this. Okay. Now at past Jackson Hole conferences, I have discussed broad topics such as the ever-changing, listen to these words because I'm telling you, they may spend two seconds on policy, but five hours on how they're going to present it. So words are really important here. I have discussed broad topics such as the ever-changing structure of the economy. In other words, we are in transition to resetting social, economic, and financial systems here. And of conducting monetary policy under high uncertainty. Whoa, what exactly does that mean? How about ever changing structure equals the transition into a new system and with challenges of conducting monetary policy, They got blinders on, they can't see it, which is perhaps one of the reasons why they called inflation transitory until they could no longer use that word. Were they behind the eight ball? Is this intention? I don't know. But price stability is the responsibility of the federal reserve and serves as the bedrock of our economy without price stability. He actually said that uh, nine times, the economy does not work for anyone. So in other words, if workers get more money, there's less profit for the corporations. And so, you know, we got those corporations are just more important than you and me. That's what the price stability is really talking about in particular, without price stability, we will not achieve a sustained period of strong labor market conditions that benefit all. Well, isn't that interesting because as long as the workers, I mean, look, what do you think enabled wealth and income inequality, but the debt and leverage system that the banks have put in place? Cause that's their job. That's what they know. They know debt and they know leverage. So, yeah, I mean, if the workers take more of those profits from the productivity, it's just horrible for the corporations. I mean, we really have to keep this in mind. Now, here's how they define price stability. As a situation where there is no need for consumption and investment decisions, the decisions to take into account changes in the general level of prices. Well, see the problem is, is when inflation runs really hot, like it is, people notice. So if you're going in for a job, you're trying to compensate for not just the current inflation, but here's where those inflation expectations come in, but for the inflation that you expect to see. Now it's not the inflation itself because hey, part of the very system is that loss of purchasing power. They just like it at a slow enough pace so that you don't make any decisions. You don't ask for more money. You don't make decisions based on that inflation. They get it. They just get it slower and without your objection, which is part of the problem that they're having right now. So what they're really fearing and what he's really talking about here is the fear of a wage price spiral. And what is the solution? Unemployment, higher unemployment. I mean, so let's see, who do you think is going to feel the pain? Restoring price stability, there are that word again, will take some time and requires using our tools forcefully. What tools do they have? higher interest rates. That's it. While higher interest rates, slower growth and softer labor market conditions will bring down inflation. Maybe they will. And maybe they won't. He, I can't, couldn't really believe that he made that absolute statement because what we've seen in other parts of the world and even Mexico, our neighbor who's pegged, their, their economy is pegged to ours. Well, they've been raising rates a lot more forcefully than the Federal Reserve has, and that has not done anything to control inflation. Okay. Uh, while higher interest rates, slower growth, and softer labor market conditions will bring down inflation, they will also bring some pain to households and businesses. These are the unfortunate costs of reducing inflation. But Jay Powell, are you going to feel that in your ivory tower? I don't think so. But the general public, we will feel it. So let's take a look at the corporations that are so important because it's kind of like, "Meh, they'll be paying, but oh well, we got to pay that price for their mismanagement." These central bankers have mismanaged the economies and so has the government and we're going to talk more about that in a second. I I don't want to get ahead of myself. Oh my goodness. Wait, (gasps) US corporate profits soar taking margins the widest since 1950. Yeah. Now I'm just wondering if it's possible that I don't know, maybe the corporations taking advantage of circumstances, Might have had a teeny weeny weeny bit of impact on the level of inflation. I don't know. What do you think? Because you can certainly see that the profit margins, this is going all the way back. Now it came pretty close after 2020. So look at this. This is when we had the pandemic. Look at those profit margins. Whoop, it was eight times, what is this? A percent, 8% profit margin up to 15.48. Highest, widest since 1950. Let's see what else was happening. Oh, the war was finishing up. I think that's quite interesting. Don't you? Excluding that adjustment as well as for one of inventory valuation after tax profits climbed 10.4% in the second quarter, I guess they don't have the impact inflation of inflation. Did your income increase 10.4%? Well, you're not too big to fail. The surge in profits during the pandemic era has fueled a debate about whether companies carry a share of blame for high inflation. Are we going to do, really, do we have to debate that? Hmm. Yeah, I think they did. What do you think? That's up to you. That's my opinion. But now they have to get rates higher to slow down demand. In other words, to increase unemployment so that you just can't shop as much, except the problem is, is food and energy. And I know energy at the gas pumps anyway, dipped a little bit for a moment, but that is only for a moment. Do not be lulled into any kind of false sense of security that the central banks or the government have in any way, shape, or form a handle on what's really going on here. Fed can't blink after being asleep at the wheel. Yeah. I mean, framework not fit for purpose and creates huge challenge. In other words, they're out of tools. What can they do? They can raise interest rates but that does nothing admittedly that does nothing to touch the inflation that's caused by war. And we have lots of wars that are simmering right now and the supply chains disruption that have happened over the course of two years when they just shut down the global economy, you know, it makes a difference when you open it back up again, central bank failed at communication, hmm. central bank failed, 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 and let's see. Oh, failed some more. And you're going to trust them and you want them to have a CBDC where they could just push a button at whim to make sure that their policy is being followed? That's not okay with me. That's why I own physical gold and silver outside of the system. I could put a little bit of that in when I need it. But do I want them to control it? Heck no, I don't there will be pain. Well, restoring price stability will likely require maintaining a restrictive policy stance for some times, which means that they're going to it's going to be interesting to see because I, I have to say, I don't really believe what I'm about to say, but, I, but I'll say it anyway, just cause it kind of makes sense. And this is what they want the markets to believe. So this is their perception management, right? Maintaining a restrictive policy stance for some time. So in other words, they're going to raise rates up to, we'll talk about that in a second, to a certain level. And then they're going to hold them there for some time. I think they're going to raise them, but I don't think they're going to hold them. Committee participants, most recent individual projections from the June SEP showed the medium fed funds rate running slightly below 4%. So that's the number they're thinking 4% while inflation is official. Inflation is running more than twice. That is the 4% going to really matter. No, it still is cheap money. As long as interest rates are below the rate of inflation, it's still cheap money, but corporations are used to zero so four percent seems like a lot but will that touch inflation no will it create unemployment yes it will because corporations have too much debt that have to be rolled over and they could barely afford it at zero percent how do you think they're gonna feel I mean right now we're in about two 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 and a quarter to two and a half percent that's their target range you know and they're already balking at that even though they've made so much money. But keep in mind that when they make those glorious profits, they go out of the corporation through dividends, through buybacks, through all sorts of shenanigans. And then that money is not available to get them through a storm. You have to keep that in mind. Monetary policy deliberations decisions, built on what we have learned about inflation dynamics, from the high and volatile inflation of the seventies and eighties, excuse me, and from the low and stable inflation of the past century, has it really been low and stable? I mean, if you went back from the last quarter century, so you go back 25 years ago, a loaf of bread 25 years ago might've been a buck. And today it's closer to six or seven bucks. So, Again, it's that slow inflation so that they are robbing you, but you don't do anything about it. It is time for you to do something about it. Please, people, please. They may raise the rates to 4% and keep it there through the end of 2023. I'm going to go on record right now as saying, "Mm, they ain't going to keep it there through 2023. They may raise it. I mean, they still have to almost double from where they are right now, and again, that's not going to impact it because it's not—it's still cheap money as long as the rate of of the interest rate is below the rate of inflation. It is cheap money, but they look at the '70s and '80s. Well, what was happening there? Do they ever talk about that? No, they. Do, I haven't heard one person talk about what was really happening in the seventies and eighties, which was quite simply that we were transitioning from at least a quasi gold based system. And why gold? Because gold requires fiscal responsibility. So they could be maybe a little bad, but they couldn't just go crazy like they have. They couldn't just print trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. Gold would have prevented that, right? So what was happening in the 70s and 80s where we were transitioning from a gold-based system to a debt-based system. So what happened? Oh, debt rose. Shocker. And this was all by plan. You've got to understand that. What interest rate level appeared to tame the inflation caused by the end of gold backing restrictions on debt? Well, goodness gracious, actually intraday it was 21.5%. On the close, you're looking at 19%. Will J-PAL raise rates above the level of inflation? He is not Paul Volcker. And by the way, they did give themselves lots and lots of ramp room to go into that 30 year bond bubble to build that bubble. Because as you can see, remember these little gray bars that you see here, those are official recessions. And which by the way, even though we've had two, two quarters of negative GDP, magically they can declare whether or not that's a recession. So that's not a recession yet, even though that's the definition. Okay, fine, whatever. But what I'd like you to really see is they pushed interest rates up. We hit a recession. And what they do, they dropped interest rates down on average between five and a half and five and three quarters percent. So even if they go out of the trend line and they raise it up to four percent which is what they're talking about. First of all, that could then start a trend of higher and higher interest rates like you see here from the fifties, the sixties up until the eighties when they did that. So if it breaks this trend line and it's on trend line right now, if it breaks that, then we could indeed be starting a new trend where you have interest rates that are pushed higher and higher and higher. Are you ready for that? You better get ready for that. What that also means to you is remember on bonds. Uh, Can I borrow your pen, Edgar, please? Thank you. On bonds, when interest rate goes up, the principal goes down When interest rates go down. The principal goes up. So when they push up the interest rate and it impacts all of these bonds that are sitting in your 401k or your IRA, it's going to make it harder for you to retire, isn't it? You're going to lose an awful lot of principal. And when you look at, quite honestly, the institutional investors that are investing on your behalf, why would you trust them? They're going to be sopping up a lot of debt and a lot of bonds. And that's not in your best interest. In my opinion, you do whatever you want, but in my opinion, during the 1970s, as inflation climbed, the anticipation of high inflation became entrenched. It's that expectation that kills them, not what reality is. It's what you and I and the public expect to happen. That's what they have to control. So they were entrenched in the economic decision-making of households and businesses. So they demanded that was that wage price spiral they demanded more workers, demanded more money. The more inflation rose, the more people came to expect it to remain high and they built that belief into wage and pricing decisions. There's your wage price spiral. That's what they're trying to avoid. So we better get that unemployment up really fast. When inflation is low and stable, goodness gracious. This this is part of the plan from the very beginning. They are freer to focus their attention elsewhere. Former chairman, Alan Greenspan, put it this way. Not one of my favorite people, by the way, for all practical purposes, Price stability means the expected changes in the average price level are small enough and gradual enough that they do not material enter materially enter business and financial decisions. Ta-dum from the horse's mouth and my mom always used to say to me, don't you think Alan Greenspan smarter than you Lynn? Don't you think he's smarter? And I always had the same answer. Ma, if he believes the drivel and the garbage that's coming out of his mouth, then nope, he is not smarter than me. But he didn't believe it. He didn't believe it before he became fed chair. He didn't believe it after he became fed chair. He only believed it while he was fed chair. But fortunately we have some great quotes to show you what's in their mind. For all practical purposes price stability means the expected changes in the average price level are small enough and gradually enough. That's that 2% target. If we can keep it at 2%, they're getting what they want, but you're allowing it. You don't complain about it. You don't get upset about it. They hate those expectations when they become entrenched like I do believe that this is what's happening. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm living in the real world. I'm seeing the difference. And I need more money. I mean, it's really quite disgusting. It really is about enabling that theft because look at the purchasing power. Okay. Fast and noticeable as we were transitioning from a gold backed currency to a debt-based currency, slower and less noticeable, right? Because that's what they were doing and people didn't, that's what, if you, I should have put this graph in there, but the what we've talked about it so much that wealth and income inequality, this is the system that enables that and supports that model. So, you know, it kind of doesn't look so bad when you're looking at it from a distance from 1970 to 2020. But look at how much more rapid it's falling now. Cause this is the same purchasing power graph just from like 2016. And you can see, you can see it a little bit here. It's much more noticeable when you're looking at a more narrow period of time. That's why people are noticing it. That's why people are saying, no, I need more money. Well, yeah, you do. It takes more inflation. It takes more and more of the fiat money to buy the same goods and services. It takes more money to put in your gas tank. It takes more money to put food on your table. But don't worry because they want more unemployment. They want about 5% unemployment. Okay, that'll take care of the slack in the system. Because now it is faster and a lot more noticeable. And that's the piece. They just don't want you to understand the truth and make choices that support your best interest first. But frankly, that's what my work is all about. That's what I was put on this planet to do. Translate this financial noise so that you have the ability to make financial choices and actually not just financial choices, all choices That put your best interest first regardless of what anybody says. Even me. That's why I give you the links to everything. Do your own due diligence. Make up, just look and see and make up your own mind. You disagree with me, I would would fight to the death for your right to disagree with me. But to sit and do nothing while they are moving forward with their intentions. That's honestly that's what kills me. But I personally will help as many people as I possibly can. I'm I'm doing my best. I promise you. And you can ask anybody around here. I'm doing my best. I'll always do my best for you. Honestly. The new inflation era leaves Powell and Lagarde seeking answers because they already admitted they don't understand inflation. That's why they put inflation into the system because what did they know? Not one man in a million understands inflation. They get blinded by that nominal confusion. So, ooh, stock market is going up. Cryptocurrencies are going up. Real estate is going up. Bonds are going up at the same time that the value of the underlying currency is going down. A trillion times zero is zero. You have billionaires in Zimbabwe, but they can't buy three eggs. It's that nominal confusion that really, I mean, it's, it's a genius plan. It's an evil genius plan. That's why you need gold because gold protects you from it. And that's why they suppress gold, the visible price, that nominal price, because a rising gold price is an indication of a failing currency. And once you really get that this currency is failing, you make different choices. You make choices that puts your best interest first ahead of their best interest. I couldn't care less about their best interest, but I care a lot about mine and yours and the public. I care so much about that. I I really hate these guys. I hate these guys. Because frankly, the era of low inflation is over. It's over. They have lost control. They are fighting desperately to get it back. That's what this speech was all about. Price stability nine times in 10 minutes. Why? Because he wants you to think that they have control, but they gave that control away. They get are not the control. They gave the confidence away. Wall Street And now they give no forward guidance. Forward guidance was a key tool. They gave that tool away. They can't tell anybody what's going to happen because they've lost control. And that's what this speech was all about. It was desperation. But there's there's another piece to that. I'm going to talk about it in just a second. Because part of what they've always used to do, well, they always do it anyway, is inflation is a component of growth. So it makes things look better when you force people to spend more money, right? Looking at growth and not just inflation is a very risky game because the structural trend we had since the mid 1980s, the disinflationary trend it's turning just like we saw I'm, I'm gonna go here and then I'm gonna go back. You better be ready, but just like we saw here, right? We'll see if they will push the fed funds rate because that's the only rate that they directly control. We'll see if that, if they will push it to 4%. If they do, as I said earlier, this could be foretelling the next trend. So that's what they're referring to. I'm not the only one that sees it, which is kind of interesting that I'm not the only one that sees it because PIMCO, which is a huge bond, Uh, company or they manage bonds they're calling and they're not the only ones calling this either. The end of low inflation era. You better be ready for it. Yeah. Better have gold because interestingly enough, this goes all the way back to the 1970s, even with the manipulated spot price of gold and anything can happen short term. I mean, that's, you got to understand, they don't want you to understand what's happening. They have to suppress the price of gold until they're desperate enough and they need to get your confidence back. That's the overnight resets. Okay. But they've been doing this to you your whole life. I was born in 1954. There has been a tremendous loss of purchasing power since 1954. Once we went on the debt system, it was faster and faster. But even so short term, anything can happen long term. The reality is, is gold keeps pace with inflation. It protects your purchasing power. Why? Because it has the broadest base of buyer. I never hear anybody talk about that, but it's used in every single sector of the global economy. So demand is gonna rise and fall depending on what's happening in the economy, but it never goes to zero because there are so many entities that use it, whether it's electronics in the financial system, even in food in jewelry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it always has value. 6,000 years. Okay. We're going through a transition. What do I want to be holding? I want to be holding something that has, proven itself over 6,000 years. not something that hasn't. Just imagine when the elites need to do that overnight currency reset. How high could nominally the price of gold go? Depends on how much debt is out there and how big that needs to be. On average, the re or yeah, pretty much on average the reset's about 1,000 to 1%. 1. So if you have a thousand bucks in the bank, you wake up the next morning, you got one. But if you're holding gold and it's out of the system and it's out of the bank. So a gold ETF, that's not doing anything for you. That's paper. That's not real. And you don't own it. Physical gold in your possession runs no counterparty risk and has been proven to fight inflation. Does the federal reserve want you to own gold? Do they want you to own fiat money products, stocks, bonds, whatever crap like that, that's inside of the system. And even worse, if they can transition our money, well, they, they can, they will into a CBDC, a central bank digital currency that they can program and they can change with the push of a button at will well, you better have gold and silver outside of the system. Do you trust these guys? They are desperate. It's like somebody's swimming out in a lake and they're drowning and you jump in to help them. And what do they do? They pull you down with it, with them. Don't be pulled down with them. If you keep your money and fiat money products, that's what you're doing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Protect yourself protect your family, protect those that you love. Get your physical gold and silver while you, that is still an option that's open to you. And if you haven't done this already, go ahead and click that Calendly link and schedule an appointment and be there and make that, and make that appointment happen. Because this is your life that we're talking about. And if I sound like I'm agitated, it's because it's getting closer and closer to loss of choice. And I want you to have everything in place as much as possible before that happens. That's also why we started the Beyond Gold and Silver Channel. Because you got to have food, water, energy, security, barter ability, wealth preservation, community, and shelter. You need to have these things to maintain a stable and reasonable standard of living. Get it done. Procrastination that you don't have all the time in the world. Can you not see all the chaos around you? Cause if you can't, well, then you need to watch the video on Thursday for sure. And I'll help show you some of it. Not even all of it. There's so much going on. And if you don't have time to watch this, you might have time to listen to it because we're on podcasts anywhere, anytime, all major platforms. So, you know, if you like this, please give us a thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribe, hit that bell. We'll let you know when we're going live, make sure you leave a comment, give us a thumbs up and share, 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 because there isn't one little doubt in my mind But this is the time to make sure that all of your assets are covered. The foundation is gold and silver, but you need all of the rest as well. And until next we meet, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.